live from the first annual Global Flat Earth Symposium. It's shenanigans. <laughs> this week it's Alan with a Y. Don't you mean Hollow Earth? And hello, everybody. Hollow Earth? Yeah. I just we'll, watched we'll it. We'll talk about that in just a minute. Wow. Matt? <laughs> hello. Rich? Yo. And Walden? Hey! Ooh, we got, wow. we got a hi tonight. Wow. And I'm Craig. So Hollow Earth. Talk to us, Alan. Teach us. It is a concept proposing the planet Earth is entirely hollow or contains a substantial interior space. Was that answer truncated or is that the full answer? Whoa, boy. No, it's what easy, I read. Easy. It's something I read in a, in a book. <laughs> in a book. Truncated. <laughs> so it's so like, stupid. It's like the shitty Easter on. bunny. <laughs> right. The chocolate bunny is you get at Easter. It's hollow inside. <laughs> They're it's all hollow, hollow inside. You can't buy a solid one. Yeah, and more. people, and that's a good point right there. Easter bunnies are hollow. Why can't the earth be hollow? <laughs> I think we're all looking to you for an answer, Rich. I'm not dignifying that with a response. <laughs> you yeah. just did. Well, that's, that's no all fun. I have to say about that. Why the fuck are we here then? That's no fun. <sighs> no, I just saw this thing on it was other whatever Netflix could have been Netflix, Tubi, Prime. I don't know one of those, but it was just about hollow Earth, and I figured, well, I'll just see what's going on. I thought it was just going to be a movie, but it was actually a documentary that made perfect sense. <laughs> well, of course it did. <laughs> And especially when they tell that when the government goes through <laughs> and puts down, uh, stops people from doing any kind of satellites from showing any imagery from the direct uh, north and south poles. So your conspiracy theory makes sense to you, but Ozark is stupid. Yeah. So is this, are there exactly. holes at the top and at the poles? There are. Mm. So In the like ozone a, layer. It's like a wiffle ball. Exactly. <laughs> It's like the Holland Tunnel from the North Pole to the South Pole. You can just take it one end in, one end oh, out. Oh, shit. No, it's like a Kong. So yeah. you can stuff dog food in oh, there. Oh, gotcha. gotcha. That's gotcha. probably it, because there's still probably most likely got to be a center, a core, you know, because there's always liquid hot magma. Right. It's actually bubble gum. <laughs> yes. How many licks does it take to get to the center? You'll of the never know. You'll never so know. So when you swallow your bubble gum, it, it falls out of your poop and down to the core That's of the right. earth? Yes. I always wondered what happened to it. Ooh, it's all sticky. It's like the... the the Terminator that breaks up into pieces and then melts back together. <laughs> All gum must merge. See? That's how it is. Anyways, watch the movie. You'll like it. You'll see what's going on. And since there's conspiracy theories going on, today is the first, uh, the anniversary of the first sighting of Nessie, Loch Ness Monster. I did see that. 1933 is you when saw that happened. The, the monster or the. Well, the, the, today's the holiday the anniversary. Well, I was. I was I was laying in bed watching the morning news before I got up, so the only monster I would see was on TV. <laughs> <laughs> no, they had the picture of Nessie, and it said that they, they, that sighting was what, however many years ago. And back in the 80s and 90s, they did sonar on that to, to see if they could find it. And I'm thinking, why would you wait that fucking long? It, would it be dead and gone by, by then? Right. Stupid scientist bastards. Scientists are the worst. They are. They're terrible. Oh, look at me. I know science. Right. I know science in big words. <laughs> I read 50 books already. <laughs> oh, dummies. <laughs> I bet you scientists came up with that dumb fucking word truncated. Yeah. You know, it's a good thing I knew you guys were idiots when I walked in the room. <laughs> when I first started doing the job I'm doing, I asked uh, I th what I thought was a silly but legitimate question. Those plates that are on like cr crosswalks on the sidewalk that are have the little bumps all over them i didn't know what they were called and i wanted to be able to call them by the right terminology as i wrote my reports up 
and the director of maintenance at the time said, believe it or not, those are called truncated domes. Truncated I domes. Said, flat plates with a bunch of bumps is called a truncated dome. He said, yes. Oh wow. God. Bring that up again. We'll vote on it. <laughs> I hope that makes it through. <laughs> Wolden brought his little fart toy again. Wow. <laughs> that thing's been out of batteries for months. <laughs> Good Lord, man. You got to wait to smell oh. it. No one oh. decide who dealt oh. it. Yeah. That's our COVID test. <laughs> it's making its way around. Yeah. We're going to need a sixth microphone. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> And that's, that says a lot more intelligent things than Walden. <laughs> Beat me to the punch. I'm just, I'm just kidding. I had Walden. tacos for lunch. I'm sorry. Yeah, we know. We can tell. <laughs> I can almost taste them. Speaking of tacos, does that mean uh, Tuesday people are going to be doing Taco Tuesday? Or are they going to fast forward it just till that Thursday for Cinco de Mayonnaise? Oh, Ooh, that's a good question. Personally, I would do Taco Tuesday, then celebrate Cinco de Mayo. Oh. With a killer burrito or something, because I'm I'm that good to my body. I like that. <laughs> what did they celebrate on uh, Arrested Development? Cinco de Cuatro. Yeah. <laughs> so that what it was. <laughs> well, that's May Fourth. Yeah. Yeah. Right. It's Star Wars. Cuatro holiday. de Mayo. Yeah. Cinco de- it was such and a the, great show. The first was, was something to do with uh, Justin Timberlake, wasn't it? No, no yeah. it's just ask it, your daughters. All that is just because of that song that he sang, which is right. It's gonna be May. Oh, you're going to keep this on so we can hear the conversation? No, I just... Come on, you'd have to do it that, in the comedy do club. To, do you want me to go through and just answer can I answer it? it? Who is it? It's my brother. <laughs> Which one? Guido? Yeah. And I think, let me see, he must be watching <laughs> that movie. Yeah, Cuatro oh, de Mayo was an excuse to buy up all the Cinco de Mayo decorations to keep the Mexicans RB, quiet. what's going on? <laughs> oh, come on! Rich, you are currently on shenanigans right now, by the way, because uh, I said we got to get this call because I was just, we were just talking about how stupid that show is. And, and there's a lot of people sitting at this table that enjoy it, but I just think it's just so full of buffoonery. It's, it is buffoonery. I've never seen so many high-profile mob guys go into dangerous situations with no henchmen. Yeah. Everybody's just murdering their own people. They're cleaning nope. their own. <laughs> They'd have to pay more actors then. Yeah, exactly. Right. It's a cost-cutting measure. I was telling him. I was telling him. I mean, Guido, that I we were talking about that, and I was just like, "Yeah, the buffoonery continues. Or the the silliness is still there." You know. Yeah, I got, I got, I got a twenty-four-year-old girl who you know, finds out where they're staying at, and in a, in a ten-minute episode, she's there, and he's dead. And yeah. <laughs> That's it. I mean, where, where's the development? <laughs> they it's <only> arrested. <laughs> wrong, wrong show. <laughs> no, they're wrapping it all up quick. Wow. You got to see us. 18-year-old girl can kill a, 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 a cartel or cartel boss. Yeah, nobody's around. And then on top of it, she's walking out of the, the scene and she's walking out. The Didn't they learn anything from the Godfather? <laughs> Leave the gun. <laughs> Take the cannoli. Take the cannoli. All right, I'll talk to you later, everybody. See you, Guido. Bye. Bye. Thanks. It's <laughs> our first call in. <laughs> it, it really is. is. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. Funny coincidence, that. It is, right? 
I thought maybe you were saying he was watching your conspiracy theory show. No, no, he was watching that. And I, I like I say, I and I it was fun. It was fun to watch, but it was it was more fun for me to make fun of all like the, just the. You understand? There's cut scenes in there, right? It's edited. The TV content isn't showing the full 24 hours of these people's lives. So I, she didn't just walk in and shoot the guy within the first hour. It was oh yeah, she walked. She had her Did challenges. You see that, she you cried. See that episode? Which episode? Where she kills the. Don't I? No spoilers. She thought about it. She kills him. Yes. Yeah. Yes. What? There's there, plenty of that in the show. Yeah, but where right. that point is is there's no fucking cartel boss in the universe that leaves the house without at least a bodyguard. Without thirty. Bodyguards. How about the right. El Chapstick guy? He, <laughs> he he had a guy in the car. He's in Chicago where nobody knows him. Well, he's in Chicago. That's correct. Tell you. Huh? I'm sure plenty of people in Chicago knew who he was. I don't think so. Uh-oh, we got another call-in? No. You're, Especially you're, you're, they're making a, he's making a splash, making a name for himself, getting his name out there. So people would have to know him. But I, again, just, just by nature, anybody would go through and just send somebody with him. He's got to be low-key because he's walking into a corporate office. You don't walk in with an entourage full of armed as, Mexicans. As arrogant as that fucker was? Yeah, he was walking in at midnight. Uh-huh. So there's nothing low-key about he's that. They were going there to do illegal. Chills. They were going there to do illegal transactions. Was Mike or Saul there, too? Better call Saul. Wrong show. <laughs> which also has spoilers, which I'm not going to get. It's I, on I while we're it. recording. I haven't seen it yet, so I want to. We have to wait until the season's over and it streams. Right. Unless you get a VPN, then you can steal it. Yeah, if you get an acquire. You don't have to have a VPN to steal it. You just have to wait for somebody else to make it available. How about it? get an NFL? I know letters, too. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Speaking of NFL, a lot of stuff going on. Didn't we have the NFL draft last week? I don't know. Did we? Over the weekend, yes. Yeah. Excellent. Thank you very much, Walden. Yeah. And that's sports, everybody. <laughs> that's <laughs> football players. They went to different cities. Okay. Not being a diehard sports or football fan, way too much pop and circumstance for me. It didn't have to take three fucking days to get through. You didn't have to it, all those asshole celebrities and douchebags out right. there. Oh, it's they true. make it an event now. Yeah, but you, just, you, it's, you it's live, advertising dollars. You live and die for James Cook saying "fuck" when the Bills selected him. Yeah, <laughs> he did not look. He did not look very happy. <laughs> he didn't like this. And they don't get a say in the matter. No, you're drafted. You go. You go or you don't play. And then you cry, and then eventually move on. But that one kid was pretty happy to be here. The punter? No, the <laughs> punt. What is he? The cornerback? Punt god. Yeah. Where was he from? Uh, he went. Florida? He was from Florida. Yeah. Josh Allen hit him at the Sabres game. Yeah. Over the weekend. How about which one was it? Uh, they're talking to Sean McVay and a general manager of the of the Rams when the oh when yeah the when Patriots the Patriots picked, took that offensive lineman. Yeah, they they backtracked pretty quickly that they were they weren't laughing. Yeah, they were. Yeah, they were. <laughs> and it was awesome. UT Chattanooga. <laughs> well, they were laughing at, what, the school? This guy was not expected to go to, like, what, 119, 120? Uh, McVeigh said, we were looking at him at 104. <laughs> and he went in the first round, right? Yeah. Did he really? To who? To, the to, Patriot. to the Patriots. To the Patriots? So yeah. everybody's, were they making fun of that move that he should have yeah. been? They were in a live discussion. Right. And they go, oh, look, and they just started laughing. It's pretty funny. Are there any backdoor deals going on with stuff like that, money being transferred to take a pick like that, like right in the first round? Any shenanigans? No, never. Uh, I don't know. Not officially. I wouldn't I mean, think so. All sports are above board. <clears throat> yeah. 
Except for when the owner starts paying the coach to lose games. Right. Or they're all fake, depending on the conspiracy theory you want to believe about sports. Let's ask Pete Rose. <laughs> and now, who did I see got suspended from Arizona today? DeAndre Hopkins, six games, six games. for PEDs. He peed where? <laughs> In a cup, and they found drugs. Oh, well, the dumb fuck. <laughs> oh, yeah. With Speak- his money, he couldn't buy clean urine? Right. You're in the I mean, money. I'd give him mine, but they'd put him on all kinds of diapers. Right. <laughs> He'd be really fucked. He'd be better off taking yeah. a to you, you're, you're, syphilis. you're dead. <laughs> <laughs> and pregnant. And you need an oil shave. <laughs> I used to work for a job that... <laughs> what was that from? <laughs> a really lame joke. It's just a punchline. Yeah. So I used funny. to work for a job where if you got into an accident with a company vehicle, you had to go for a drug test. Right. Make you pee in the cup. And so I get... It was down in West Seneca is where we had to go. I'm all the way up here in Lockport to get a woman runs the red light. My boss has to come on a Saturday morning to pick me up and take. I can't drive myself to the drug test. He's got to drive me. And then the whoever the person is, the nurse or whatever, has to watch me pee into the cup. I'm like, seriously? If it's a drug test, yeah, they can't just yeah. let you in the room alone. Yeah. When I was in, she could have offered to help help you. Yeah, <laughs> I got good insurance. Give, give you a hand. You uh, right. you need a semen sample too. <laughs> <laughs> I have done that joke. If I've known the nurse or the clinician at the clinic, you just want my underpants. <laughs> well, if you didn't know her well, before, I got my pants on and my hand on it. Do you need anything else? <laughs> <laughs> when oh, I was man. in Virginia for uh, for AD yeah, school. magnifying glass. <laughs> <laughs> Shit! <laughs> I had to go through you and just feel your way I parked this van, not right next to the curbs. When I pulled in with one of those, you know, those fifteen or eighteen passenger vans, right? I, they got me with one of those not its on who wants to drive the van, and I was the last one to say not it, so I had to drive everybody around. So I parked my van where I can actually easily pull in and pull out, and then during the class, they said, "Hey, can you move the van into the into the actual spot, which is right next to the curb?" So I'm backing out at the end of the day, and I was doing very poorly. I was doing great in the class. I wasn't doing well in the tests. So I answered all the questions during class, but during the test, again, poorly poorly executed. So I was backing up now on the weekend, and I come out, and I'm now I scrape the tire on the curb. And then, I'll, and then enough where they came out, because all I heard was... <laughs> so they come out, and one of the uh, soon-to-be auto damage adjuster goes out and looks at it, and he says, hey, you know what? He comes out with like the, the cap... He's like, yeah, it looks good. Let's just go. So I start driving off, and all of a sudden, one of the instructors comes out, and he was just a douchebag, this guy. Most people would kind of be cool about it. He's just being a, just a real jerk. He's like, so we're just going to drive off like that with like 15 people in the car? I said, you mean with curb rash on a, on a tire that was inspected by an auto damage adjuster that said it was okay to leave? Yeah. yeah. He's like, you know what? You're, you know, you're probably going to have No, then I said, oh, well, do you want me to just pay for the tire? So I pulled mine out of my pocket. I said, here's $300. Is that enough for the tire? He's like, you know what? You're probably going to have to take a drug test now, Mr. Smart Guy. And I said, well, that's probably the only test I'm going to pass here. So <laughs> I'll, be, I'll be happy to take it. <laughs> and then... Uh, then they, but then it was just an ugly little, ugly little pissing contest. Is this and, a, uh, the F-berg at the drug no, test? No, yeah, it was in, it was there, but yeah. it was, but at the, but they didn't make me do a drug test. But I told the one guy who was the director down there, and I said, this guy's just a knucklehead. I said, I didn't do anything wrong. I didn't put anybody's life in jeopardy. I said, he's going to come at me like that. I says that's, and he was a newer guy that was there. He doesn't work there anymore. <laughs> I said, but it, it was completely uncalled for the way he reacted. And I was hot when I was talking. He's like, Alan, relax. Yeah, <laughs> everything's okay. We know he's an asshole too. And then, on that same time when I'm doing that, it wound up turning into like a big Virginia had a huge ice storm. So then, where I parked at the hotel, there was a huge pine tree that 
the branches just froze and they covered the van. <laughs> so now I start backing up and the windshield wiper stayed attached to the pine tree. <laughs> so I'm able to manage to get this thing off. So when I walk, now I'm going to class and I'm the only one of the people on the road because I'm just driving and slipping and sliding all the way because nobody else is on the road. And they were shocked that I made it there because they have no equipment to handle this stuff. So then I walk into the AD school and I got the windshield wiper in my hand. <laughs> and the guy says, What happened to the van? I said, this is what's left of the van. <laughs> <laughs> I was crying. It was so funny. But nevertheless, it was... But, uh, so eventually they just passed me. They're like, this guy's. you just got to get him out of here. They put me in a room by myself when it came to testing, helped me with some of the answers, promoted me, and got me on my way. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> Uh, and that's how you get your own business. Yeah, that's how you do it. <laughs> it was it was a good time down there. I had bought a, I had brought like a plug-in, you know, the fry pans that grandparents used to have, the electric frying pans. Oh, yeah. So I brought one of those things into the hotel with me because they didn't really have any place to eat or any that Fuddruckers was closed. There's no place to eat, so they had a little mini refrigerator. So I would come home. And I would just invite people to the place because there was, I don't know, a couple dozen of us. So I would go down and I would just go shopping and I would just make complete meals on this thing. <laughs> Here you go. I'd have do the chicken glenzini or different stuff from uh, uh, from all over the place. I would just make different things. And the, they would just laugh because in the morning I'd be making bacon and eggs and stuff like that. <laughs> don't so cook good. your foot. Yeah. Be careful. Like, I don't think you can have that in there. I said, shh, don't tell anybody. He's like, I think the bacon and eggs is going to give it away. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this doesn't smell like a continental breakfast. Yeah. Oh, man. Goodness gracious. Goodness gracious. So some sad news in country music world this weekend. Yeah. One of the jerks died. Yeah. Not even a mention on it on the face of the book. Oh, really? Yeah. Somebody had to go through and post it to say, hey, how come this isn't on Facebook? It's pretty, like a day before they were supposed to go into the Country Music Hall of Fame. Yeah. And a week before they were going to start off a tour. Tour. Yep. yep. Because Uh-oh. she really didn't want to. That's exactly what it was. Yep. Oh, there she you had go. depression. She battled with it for years. Yep. Well, the ceremony, the ceremony was nice. They got most of the family back together. Ashley was there? Yep. Wow. Wait, was, so are we I saying kinda, that it was suicide? Yeah, oh, yeah. That's what it sounded like. But it was kind of sad because, like, I know that their family had that, you know, hardships, and they didn't all get, you know, really see eye to eye, but I really expected to at least see their brother there. Think of all the amazing country music that's going to come out of all this tragedy, though. How are you spelling country? <laughs> <laughs> you know they're brother, right? you are. <laughs> Which okay, one's that? Cletus T. Judd. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Red, so, you know, double D cups. Double D cups. I love that tune. Hotel California or Motel California. I can't remember which one he is where he's, uh, he's mowing uh, Toby Keith's yard. There's a video where he's... Toby Keith song, which Maybe. would probably be Double D Cups. <laughs> I love that tune. Have you seen that? Ever heard that tune? I, I probably know. have. Just so can't. Toby Keith wrote a song or recorded a song called Red Solo Cup, mm-hmm. and Cletus T. Judd, brother to Ashley and right. Winona. Winona. With her big brown beaver. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> That's a joke I made yesterday. She dyes it red, though. Yes. <laughs> yes, she does. <laughs> he did a parody of Red Solo Cup called Double D Cups. Nice. Mm-hmm. I haven't heard that song then yet, but I will give it a listen. Rich, I I mean, think we should just play it. I mean, what's he going to do, sue us? Yeah. It's probably the most airplay he's had in years. <laughs> <laughs> 
Rich, while this is going on, I think you should hit us again with the joke about uh, good songs coming out. About what? About some uh, quality songs that are becoming uh, because of this tragedy. Oh, no, I'm good. Good, good country music. I think we got to hit it again. I don't think we gave that joke enough of a chance. <laughs> the cup. Mm-hmm. So have you heard Rodney Carrington show them to me? Yeah. Yes. Love that tune, too. Alan hasn't heard it. I haven't heard it. Oh, boy. Only because of the video, not because of the song. There's a video? Y- yeah, he performs it live. He's got women flashing him in the audience. Really? Every time he says show them to me, he pauses and waits for somebody to show their tits. <laughs> I would totally show mine at that concert. It's <laughs> <laughs> part of the song. You get caught up in the moment. <laughs> so now you've been educated on double D cups. I can't get enough. <laughs> Thought it was a good song. It was a good song. The Weird Al of country music. I think I could, we got to start doing Weird some Al is the Weird Al of country music. <laughs> yeah. What country songs has Weird Al done? He's done a couple. Uh, Come on. Shut up. I'm thinking. He's done the... It hurts. The, Amish Paradise counts. No, <laughs> yes. <laughs> that's exactly what I was trying to think of. The achy breaky song. Don't play that song. That achy breaky song. <laughs> the most annoying song I know. Because if you play that song, that achy breaky song, I might blow up my radio. Oh. I've never heard that one. <laughs> weird Ale is the Weird Ale of country music. Okay. Craig, I want you to do a parody of songs using just large words that nobody will understand. <laughs> I have done parodies of Beatles tunes that I probably can't put on here because the Beatles will probably sue me and solo the guy yeah, that I wrote the song about. They will sue us. <clears throat> yeah, because I used to work with a guy named Easterday, and I set his song to the... You Easter guys have heard Day. it. To the song yesterday. You can write as many as you want. You just have to wait a couple more years to publish them. Right. Yeah. <laughs> What's how many are left? Two? Yes. Yeah. Well, yeah. That's Ringo half. just turned 80. And Paul McCartney. Sir. Paul McCartney. Thank okay. you. We don't have titles in this country, so you can call him Sir if you I'll want. Come, but it's I'll come Ringo Starr is in a Sir. He is. He is? Okay. Yeah. It's about to get mad. Sometimes when I see you close, you might be a madam. So. What's a Sir name? <laughs> What's it? Starkey. Starkey's a surname? Yeah. So then we do have sirs in this country. Surnames. Uh, uh, no, I thought you were talking about Ringo Starr's real last name. Uh, it's Starkey. Because Zach Starkey, who's the drummer for The Who, is his son. Does he ever work with Hutch? No, he should. <laughs> <laughs> I've never seen his desk, so I don't know. <laughs> uh, yeah, he's more of a roll-top kind of guy. <laughs> <laughs> That's no way to talk about his secretary. Double the cup. <laughs> full circle. And we're back to the <laughs> full circle. I do want to add one thing about sports before we move on. The very, very sad news that Jack Eichel didn't make the playoffs oh. again. Beautiful. Uh, and now it's okay. everybody else's fault. It's again. Beautiful. It's beautiful. Sure. <laughs> it could possibly be his fault. Did you hear the captain of the team? No. Sometimes you got to make sure you're the right people in the locker room. We can't have anybody dragging us down with... With egos, yeah. I'm like, you're talking about Jack. <laughs> <laughs> Let's be honest. He is the best player in the league and has been for a number of years. Yeah. <laughs> just, just ask him. <laughs> just ask him. He'll tell you. Honestly, if I were to put my prognostication hat on and look into the future... I only know that because of uh, Punxsutawney Phil. <laughs> Prognosticator of prognosticators. All right, you may continue. Thanks. I see him... He really wants to play for the Bruins, so he'll piss and moan in Vegas until they move him. And we've seen this year from the trade deadline, Vegas are a bunch of dicks, so they'll send him to, like, Calgary first. Right. 
So by the time he gets to Boston, he'll suck. He'll be a has-been. <laughs> exactly. Or never it was. Never was, yeah. All the talent in the world making millions of dollars and just doesn't care. Sucks. There's no passion. Welcome to my world. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of sports, sports, you guys watch Ted Lasso? No. Yes. You're starring Jason Sudeikis, which is hard to say unless you've heard it because that's spelled funny. It is spelled funny. Well, that's probably why she left him. Huh? It's probably why she left him. Probably. She's banging Harry Styles, right? Yeah. Who is unclear on his own sexuality, he says. Exactly. She's banging him. I think Olivia Wilde will bring him around. <laughs> yeah, either that or strangle him with the scarves. <laughs> well, she's been known to go both ways. Maybe she thinks she's with a girl. Mm. <laughs> they, they scissor. He tucks it in and they scissor. Oh, my God. <laughs> and she says, sing, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> well, apparently, being with Olivia Wilde previously did not work out with Jason, so... They have two kids. They have two kids together, and he recently filed for custody while she was on stage promoting her new movie coming out, which she's directed. He claims starring that, Harry Styles. He had he didn't have anything to do with that. He has. What he came out. He was, yeah. He he came out. He was like dumbfounded. He said, "But he's an actor, so right." Yeah, like exactly. All, all those other two douchebags that were in court. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. How'd that land? Is that Captain Jack and Poop Girl? <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> That fucking thing you said. Well, wait, wait. He's Willy Wonka. She's the chocolate factory. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Gross. That was funny. What about the milk, milk, lemonade? You skipped the milk, milk, lemonade. Milk, milk, lemonade. Who did you hear that from? From Karen. Yeah. Milk, milk, lemonade around the backs where fudge is made. <laughs> Amber Heard. <laughs> Liza, Cher, Babs, and Bet. Those are names I shan't forget. I think that goes back to like my one of my first episodes when I said that. We were talking about just Jack. Not not to plug another podcast, but Smartless with, with yeah. Oh my god, it's really good. It's ridiculous. I wish we had access to huge celebrities. We've got Alan with a lie. What more do you want? <laughs> Hello, <laughs> I'm right here. <laughs> We can get some. We got some juice around the, this, uh, you know. How is life? Not until Gronk retires. How he's is he going to retire, I hear. Hopefully. He <laughs> says, unless Edelman comes out of retirement, he's done. Edelman? We have fuck n- wants Edelman around? We have no nobody way. else that we can talk to that's in the film and, and more music industry? Somebody's got to have a famous cousin somewhere. I know a guy from Niagara Falls who's been in the movie We Are Marshall, or Marshall, Marshall. Okay. Well, let's get him on the show. And he, he was in The Natural. So yeah. Robert Redford? You know Robert Redford? Yeah. Phil. Phil was on that. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. Phil. He's not doing too well. So he's, yeah, he's pretty beat up. He lives right next door to my brother. Really? Yeah. 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 Did you say, well said, yeah. Me. You know where my brother lives? Yeah. I didn't know that. He's married to my cousin. Oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> I always forget that the majority of this table is related. <laughs> One way or another. That's right. And vicariously, you're our cousin. That is right. We're all related. In law, in law. You're talking about this guy, right? Phil? Yeah. No, Phil. (laughs) Phil Connors? You may not remember me, but I sure as heck fire remember you. Sure as heck fire? Yep. All right, so guilty guilty, uh, confession. Oh, boy. I ended up finishing watching that sex education. I knew you would. I'll tell you, and I'll tell you. It got good. No, it didn't get good. Okay, on your rating system, how many tissues did it get? (laughs) (laughs) 
I love Gillian Anderson, which is probably one of the main reasons that I watched it, except to her put on accent. You know, she speaks with an English accent now because she's lived the last 20 years in England, so she automatically speaks with an English accent. I understand getting I'm going to shit bit. on her bed. There you go. <laughs> is Gillian Anderson the one who was on X-Files? Yes. Yes. She's Never really aged, cared for her. She's aged well. She has. Yeah, she looks good right there. Yeah, with my glasses on, she looks fantastic. So. She's quite blurry. The one thing they, they brought up in the show, certain things that have been problematic at our house. David Duchovny? With, no. David Duchovny's problematic all the way around. <coughs> with sexual identity, because we've had a couple children at our house that are, you know, wavering. And the way they went about explaining it was like, I didn't think of it that way, because it's coming from a teenage point of view. And I was like, I wonder if that'll work. And so I said something to one of the kids, and they're like, yeah, exactly. And I'm like, oh. So you got educated. I did. Well, that's good, though. You broke the rules. Parents just don't understand. Oh. <laughs> come on. DJ Jazzy Jeff. That's a good one. Get that quote out of your mouth. He's going to say DJ Jazzy Jeff and the fresh one. <laughs> <laughs> so that's so it worked? You did a couple of those pointers then? That yeah, you, uh, and it worked. Is that the only thing? Will you use more things during that to help? Uh, there are in the a household? couple other things that I may use, but they had during season three. He's stretching or asking a question. <laughs> yes, during season three, he's they had if he can stretch. a new headmistress who was Ooh. extraordinarily bigoted, and how the kids got through that and eventually got her fired. Yeah, but if she's the headmistress, you can't really hear what she has to say anyway. That's not the way that works. Uh, well, you're doing it wrong. <laughs> and Gillian Anderson's in it. Then I started watching a movie tonight about The Price is Right. Some guy in the 80s and 90s gamed The Price is Right. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I was watching that movie tonight, and he was all in on I, I'm here just to kiss Holly. He had the t shirt <laughs> on, and, and she gave him a kiss. There and he go. won all the prizes that He guy? did, because he knew exactly the prices he was. Like some kind of idiot savant with memorizing the numbers like Rain Man. Yeah, I remember that. He, he wrote them down. He didn't just... No, he did, but then he had to memorize. You can't take a spreadsheet into the prices, right? Right. Theodore. Theodore... Huxtable. Geisel. S- Copperpot. <laughs> Roosevelt. Chester. Oh. It's Chester uh, Copperpot. Okay. Nikki Glazer's show <laughs> premiered last night. Did it? Yes. How was it? I didn't watch it. I didn't either. So... First episode. Moving on. After the show last week, we <laughs> but talked I about. Why did you watch it? But Ozark. We talked about <laughs> Ann Coulter being on Comedy Central roast of Rob Lowe. Right. Yes. I didn't realize it was for Rob Lowe. The the roasted the the person being roasted gets to ask. They basically get to pick who's going to be on the dais, and they must know one another. On the dais. On the dais. On the dais, on the dais, on the uh, dais. Not Amadeus. <laughs> rock me on the dais. <laughs> Sorry, I love Falco. <laughs> you don't, though. I, I love Falco. Edie Falco? No, Falco. So Pete Davison, who's generally not funny, was hilarious in that. Somebody else wrote for him, but yeah. He was good. Oh, he was. Sure. He, he made me laugh, And which he never does. I didn't realize he's, what, 6'4"? He's six, tall. He's tall. Yeah. You think you'd fix the microphone? 120 pounds. I know. <laughs> You think it'd be a lot shorter after all. His father did die in the 2001. Uh, they made a lot of fun of that. I see you got the same ashy complexion of your dad. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> well, he's been yeah. milking that cow for years. Well, yeah. You know, yeah. My dad I think died. he's the one that called Kevin Hart Shaq's dick. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, they come up with great stuff on there. Jimmy Carr. 
the the English comedian. Yeah. Said everybody's talking about Pete Davidson's dad. This isn't the roast of Pete Davidson's dad. <laughs> that, ha- that was that in 2001. <laughs> he's like, oh my god, he's hilarious. I watched some of his stuff. Yeah, he's awesome. Where he goes after hecklers. Yeah. Where Pete goes after hecklers? No, not fuck Pete. Oh, Jimmy Carr. Jimmy Carr. And he he sounds so polite about it because of his accent. You, right. And he's just tearing you new asshole. Oh, he's fucking rips people up. None of nobody nobody is funnier in those than Jeff Ross. Yeah. Uh, Nobody alive. Right. <laughs> yeah, Jeff Ross he's, is he's good, a, but he's a roast master. Yeah, he is a roast, he is master. The roast master. But now, it, I now Greg I, Giraldo was the fucking best. Yeah, there I did like him a lot. No too. way around. It's it. easy to say that because he hasn't had a chance to fail. He was on it once and then he died. He was on him a bunch of times. He was on yeah, a bunch. I only of the first saw one. Yeah. They, on uh, well, they have writers that help them write for them. They like, haven't like, like Nikki does a lot of her own writing and writes for other comics on roasts like that. Yes. Yeah. Um, it's a sure collaboration. Oh, it is. It is. And she is a spitfire. Although I heard she's a swallow fire. Ah. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> you see that one coming from a nobody, mile away? Nobody has topped. I wouldn't fuck her with B. Arthur's dick. <laughs> Who, Who said, said that? that? Jeff Ross. With B. Arthur sitting there. Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> really? It was the one and only role she did probably right before she died. She looked like hell. No, she did. She did more than one. Did she? I think she was in a few of them. I don't remember. Yeah, the, she was in a bunch of the Dean Martin roasts, I bet. <laughs> so, I'd like the next time they do a roast, I'd like them to have like an same. urn of Betty White. That would be nice. So B. Arthur was sitting there. What was her reaction to that? She just kind of sat there clueless. <laughs> she was a Marine. Scratching her balls. You don't fuck with B. Arthur. B. Arthur's reaction was the same reaction B. Arthur gives to every fucking thing. Angry disdain. Mm-hmm. Angry she reminds me a lot of my grandmother. <laughs> My grandma, As a matter of fact, <laughs> and your grandma, I go, I except go she's she could she could do comedy acting, <laughs> right? She could be funny. Your, your grandmother is just fucking hey, furious. Say, hey now, hey now. Nobody holds a grudge like that, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> to this day, wow. we, we we fucked up real bad <laughs> twice with her. When we got married, we, we did the registry thing. I think, I think one of the lists was at Target. And she got us these bright yellow bath towels. Hand, and it wasn't even like a full set for a couple. It was like one yellow full-size towel, one yellow hand towel, one yellow washcloth. And it was, it was like yellow came to life and formed of a towel. It was obnoxious. And we only wanted to buy white bathroom stuff because then you can throw a little bleach in there when it needs it and right. everything comes out nice and clean. But now we've got a yellow set. Well, she probably figured you want to splash a little color no, in the bathroom. I'll, I'll tell you exactly what happened. She said, fuck your registry. It was on a bargain table at the bond <laughs> I anticipate such is true. I'll, I'll get. I'll put my life on it. <laughs> get her on the phone. We'll never know now. Uh, we'll never know for uh, sure. Dead. Well, we're all get the Ouija board. Hands, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, she'd come back and she wouldn't be yeah. happy. <laughs> I don't know if you want that in your basement. <laughs> Turn <Ooh. laughs> Maybe she could fix the leak. Oh, she, oh, she would. She'd scare it shut. And, and and when we when we said thank thank you for the the towel, she's like, you didn't like them. <laughs> just right off the bat, just, she knew it. She, she saw right through it. And then we had a uh, when we had the twenty fifth uh, wedding anniversary for mom and dad. Yeah, at the lake. Yeah. We we threw it at my my mom's parents' house, which is in Auckland, mm-hmm. or was, and 
it was a big thing. We got a tent. We we rented tables and chairs. We probably invited a hundred people, and you know, everybody showed up. And a lot of folks brought a dish to pass. Well, Eileen <laughs> brought fucking <laughs> like a little bowl of sweet potatoes. And first of all, there wasn't enough to bother sharing, but we were going to put them on anyway. But they needed to be warmed up, so I stuck them in the oven. Second of all, I fucking hate sweet potatoes. <laughs> Third of all, I'm tall. It's on the bottom shelf in the back of the oven, way in the back, behind other stuff that had to be warmed up. So by the time we get all the food out and start serving everybody, we realize that the sweet potatoes, every, everybody's already eaten, people are leaving, and the sweet potatoes are still in the oven. So Eileen comes up and says, where are my sweet potatoes? I want my bowl back. I'm like, oh, fuck, the sweet potatoes. <laughs> Was the oven off, or did they continue? Oh, party? yeah. It was off. They were cold at that point. Okay. Because everybody, the, the party had gone on without the sweet potatoes. They'd been got left it. behind. And she was just the stink eye I got from her. <laughs> it was fucking lethal. <laughs> and I felt so bad, because I really did just forget them. I would have put them out, because other people like I'm sweet potatoes. I'm sure they were cooked in one of those glass bowls it was a glass that bowl. were white inside and colored on the outside no no it was a it was it was a pyrex glass bowl. Pyrex, it was yeah. a clear glass pyrex it wasn't clear it was a off uh, it was like a purple or a brown really? Really? A magenta i this was a <laughs> this was a while ago 1970s it was probably from the 1970s oh yeah there you go. but yeah, yeah i thought she was gonna rip my face off <laughs> she sounds like a sweet woman she was she had her moments i can remember being at saint it, it was St. Patrick's back then. And we All were, Saints. Uh. We were in church in the back row because we have to make the exit at, exit at communion. Because <laughs> you make a 10-year-old kid sit through church and then don't let him go to communion. Yeah. It was time to do the sign of the peace, and this woman turned around to offer her hand to my grandmother. And for probably Father Scooping to hear on the altar... I'm not shaking that bastard's hand <laughs> with some teacher that was mean to my uncle and, <laughs> and don't sit behind him in church. Well, we sat first and then. Oh, they said, oh, that's funny. Should have known better. <laughs> I'm surprised she didn't put the curse on him. You don't know that she didn't. Well, she didn't know the curse. She had to wait until after she's out of the building. Veronica knew the curse. Eileen and Georgine didn't know the Irish curse. Veronica knew it. Veronica was nice. She was a sweetheart. Yeah, I like Veronica. I got to tell you, I was six before I knew her name wasn't Veronica. <laughs> Wait, her name's not Veronica? Well, her no, her name's Veronica, but nobody ever called her that. Yeah, we yeah. had a special nickname for Aunt Veronica. What was that? Cat lady. Jimmy. Aunt, Aunt Jimmy. Aunt Jimmy. Aunt Jimmy? Yep. She was oh. the firstborn, and Grandpa wanted a boy, so ah. he called her Jimmy. I only knew, yeah, Veronica was a sweet woman. And I was convinced she was a witch. Yeah. Are you sure that's true? Is that the real re- so wait, entomology? That's the, that's the story I got from several of. Yeah. So was Georgine and your grandmother sisters? Yes. Yes. But then yeah, I I understand they were the sisters story. with our grandmother. And Georgine was by far the nicest, believe it or not. Get out, Georgine. I, I, yes. <laughs> oh, don't let that fool you. The threshold was low. <laughs> oh, 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 oh was, yeah. I would see her at church, and she was nasty six and a half days a week. <laughs> and I would see her in church, first pew, just sitting there soaking in all the Lord's sunshine. And then, you know, go in peace and take all these things with you. No, no. 
Yeah, if you were a neighborhood kid, you did not fuck with her. Yeah. <laughs> because, oh, she would and, come into the restaurant. I'd see her. She was kind of decent, but she no, she was pretty mean. And <laughs> except for the one, they, they, they were prickly. trying to say good things. Except for the one married to your brother, they were all six foot tall or higher. Right. Really. <laughs> <laughs> they carried they, guns and shovels. They, <laughs> they had a lot of big boys. I remember George chasing Dennis up the street with a golf club. Oh, really? Because <laughs> <laughs> he was golfing and come home drunk. And <laughs> that path seemed to follow suit with a lot of those people. Right. She said, come here so I can slap you. And he yeah. said something smart-ass. And <laughs> Off they went. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Good times. Good times. I think I drove my grandmother and Georgine to that anniversary dinner. Did you really? Yeah. I was, I was their show. So you had to hear about the sweet potatoes all the way home. <laughs> and all weekend. <laughs> no, I think it was on a Sunday. So yeah, it, it, yeah. Remember, Georgie, when she came into the restaurant, she just looked at me. She's like, man, are you getting fat? <laughs> Would she say that? She totally said that. Doesn't surprise me at she's all. Like, well, she's like, it's okay, because I married a fat guy, or I was married <laughs> to a fat guy. And I said, well, then I said, you mean all this weight's going to get me to wind up with someone like you? Yeah. <laughs> Thank God. Because <laughs> I used to bust her balls. Like, I didn't care. Like, well, you have to. Some people would like, yeah, back. some people, yeah. Yeah, I always give it back to her. I think that's why she liked me for the most part. That's got to be how they grew up. Yeah. Because that's just how they associated oh, yeah. with yeah. Each other. Yeah. To hear them talk to each other, yeah. it was horrific. Right. You, they, you they, wouldn't know they were related. They had a relatively hard life growing up. Apparently. Well, if you've heard any of the stories about Grandpa and Grandma. I really haven't. Um, he would drink a quart of gin a day. Gin and milk. Oh, the I already, bastard. I hate the man now. <laughs> the milk was to coat his ulcer. Yeah, I was going to say. It was medicinal. <laughs> How and about cutting back on the gin maybe a little slay, bit? Slay, blasphemy. <laughs> Blasphemer. <laughs> and she would... She or would, she would go through a drink a man's alcohol. <laughs> I, apparently, apparently that's what mixed better with the milk. I don't know. And she would drink Jenny Twelve Horse Ale. By, That'll by, grow hair on your chest. By, by the case, she'd go through a case a week, which for a woman back then is just milk. <laughs> well, women didn't drink like that. That's what milk stout is for. <laughs> yeah, she. <laughs> but Twelve Horse Ale that ain't that ain't milk stout. <laughs> Horrific. It is. Yeah, alcoholism doesn't just run in our family. It fucking gallops. Oh, <laughs> it stumbles. <laughs> yeah, it stumbles and whacks everybody with a stick. <laughs> Speaking of which, I'm out of beer. What's oh. happening in Canada? <laughs> I have to read slower now, so he has to wait to drive home. There There's go. a fridge right up those steps. <laughs> yeah. Do you want to go to Canada or do you want to go to Mexico? He got his nickname. See. Which one? Grandpa Dick. His name was Charles Austin. Oh. His nickname was Fiddle and Dick because him and some buddies streaked at the Alcott Ballroom in the old Alcott Hotel, and he was playing his fiddle while they did it. Uh. <laughs> while streaking? Yeah. Fiddle and Dick. And like then it that. fell into the lake. And that was before he worked for the government, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> now that you say that, I have heard that story before. It's a good story. He worked for the federal government. <laughs> now, their youngest brother, Paul, did a lot of the genealogy for the family. Yes, we refer to him as Nosferatu. Yes, I know. <laughs> <laughs> here's some socks. Now, is... <laughs> here's, here's a pair of socks. Oh, one pair of socks. There were nice socks there. Well, he had spelling good socks, yeah. Thanks for the socks, Paul. Merry Christmas. You miserable fuck. <laughs> were they now, the nice wigwam ones that were like 15 or 18 bucks? They were like tube socks, but they were... 
Oh, so you buy like a six pack of tubes. I can give you guys each a package. Of he them. gave me some wool ones one year that were real thick and nice. He gave my aunt thirty five cents for graduating high school. By <laughs> <laughs> thirty five. Who knows? Why would he do anything? That could have been a hundred percent of the money that he had on it. It wasn't. Oh, it wasn't. It wasn't. It wasn't. He he like, had a lot of money because he didn't spend any money. Oh, ah. oh yeah. Well, his first wife wouldn't let him. Where'd all the money go? To his first wife. Uh, that's why you got to spend it. Listeners, don't hold on to that money. Go out and spend, spend, spend. He was a charter board member uh, for the county credit union. Spend it on Prashetta's Blue Cheese. Oh, there you go. Great sponsor. But that's enough family history. Right. We could probably do a, a, a special episode on all of those fucked up assholes. <laughs> it would be so <laughs> special. <laughs> what about Mexico? I was going to have you go into that. and They make pe- piss beer. Read that one. I found all these articles and I didn't read any of them. So you have to be more specific. Come on, the man. two men selling uh, t- with with Cinco de Mayo oh. right on our coattails. I thought that might be your. That's how they get you, actually. Oh, well, you could, started could off, be. and then I'll hit him with the. That's how they get you. Okay, I think this is what brilliant. is this in Spanish or something? What the yes, and this is close enough to our friends in uh, Texas to really take heed to. I might make hot dog quesadillas again. Hot dog quesadillas? They were No, if you want to talk about gross food, there's other articles. Foot tacos? Hot dog quesadillas aren't (laughs) gross. That's what Ted should do with all the foot longers that can get buns for. There you go. They're waiting for the good bun. (laughs) Got that good bun. (laughs) (laughs) Getting that good bee. (laughs) (laughs) With some frings. (laughs) 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 Who's next? I don't know what is next. So this dude, all right, stacked. Okay, Eminem stacking is apparently a Guinness World Record thing now. Eminem. So not the rapper, not the rapper. Two, or the boxes. trailer park girls the, go the, around the outside. <laughs> around the outside. Around the outside. The individual, the individual candy pieces of chocolate, delicious. Yes. I throw all the W's out. <laughs> you can donate them to the Dodge household. <laughs> now are they? Is just that a regular M and M's or a peanut or because that would make a difference. They're the regular M and M's. Peanuts are too misshapen. To well, that's what I mean. Be that would be a feat. They're inconsistent. Your I peanuts is misshapen. <laughs> no, they're not. I haven't checked. I'm all good. <laughs> the doctor thought he had testicular cancer. No, I had a dick scope. Hold <laughs> oh, at your dick. <laughs> Tallest stack M and M's. So the numbers. That's not that many. I could do that. I stack about forty at a time in my tummy. Yeah. That's not stacking. That's snacking. It could be the way you swallow them. You never know. Pay attention. Tell us more about how you swallow. You, you got to stretch. <laughs> the feat to beat the world's tallest stack of M&Ms has reached new heights after an Iraqi man balanced seven uh-huh. of the chocolate candies. Ibrahim yeah. Sadiq of exercised extreme patience to beat the previous world Guinness World Record of six. Then there was an airstrike and completed <laughs> end of record. I was going to say, they ran out of bombs. They don't have to stay there forever. He only has to do it long enough and go, ooh, take a picture. He used a mix of mind and body focus, but people usually define it as a gravity-defying act, he what told What kind of Guinness. fucking condoms does he have on his fingers? What? Look at the picture. Those are dolls. What? Those are not dolls. Oh, oh. They're to keep your your finger grease from making sticking to the candy and moving it when you pull away. What the fuck are they? The Kevlar, as far as you know. It could be. <laughs> Bulletproof little dick. <laughs> if you get it's, a little dick, you don't want to shot off. It's camel intestine. <laughs> could, could be. <laughs> I wasn't going to go there, but... <laughs> uh, yes, there's a photo of him balancing them, and he's got little finger condoms on. 
Now I got to go buy M&M's and try this. I don't think it, Do you think it's that difficult? Don't forget the finger Did condoms. you scroll all the way down to the woman with the biggest mouth? Man, no. you want to see this. <laughs> my, my, my tablet's bouncing all over. She's got a traffic cone in there. <laughs> Come on. Actually, the article disappeared on me. Okay. Just dump oh, goddamn. She does have the largest mouth. She looks like a fucking bass. She does. Put me in the river. Uh, and that's Billy Bass. Uh, Holy <laughs> fuck. <laughs> Jesus Christ. That can't be real. Hello. Yeah, there's nothing. I'm sticking her mouth to impress her. Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they got to do is Hot floss dog her down teeth. the hallway. <laughs> right. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ. She looks like uh, Jan Hooks. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, she does. Or Big Mouth Billy Bass. A little like Jan Hooks and... Uh, Steven uh, Tyler? No, the Joker had a baby. <laughs> and that's her. Love that Joker. <laughs> this town needs an enema. <laughs> In her mouth? And I need a lozenge. <laughs> they have, lozenge. If you go to the gallery there, they have a guy who set the Guinness World Record for the longest time in plank position. Eight hours, 15 minutes, and 15 seconds. Holy so he did it for longer. Th- he did yeah, it for sure. eight hours, 15 minutes, and 13 seconds longer than me. Right. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, that's a chef. And seven hours longer than it was popular. <laughs> <laughs> Not... <laughs> <laughs> Not that kind of plank. The only people that are impressed, <laughs> the people that are impressed with that stat are people that actually work out, because they'd be like, "Oh my God, that's a lot." But our right. listeners are, you know, having a beer and some fried chicken. It's not that big a deal. My dick was in the Guinness Book of World Records until <laughs> the librarian told me to take it out. Uh, <laughs> you know, I. I plank for hours every night on my bed. <laughs> at, at least 10, 11. The only thing dumber than that was owling. And the only person I saw do that was Griffin. No, that was gargoyling. Gargoyling? What the hell is gargoyling? Do you know what owling is? No. Owling is like sitting in like a, like your perched bird. Usually naked. So gargoyling is doing that, no. but then making yeah. like a gargoyle The guy face. I saw do it was butt naked. That's not usually, though, man. That's just your friends. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Got me there. What about dabbing? Dumb. They still do that. Do they really? Yeah. It's still stupid looking. Like, more dads should do it so it goes away. Okay. Yeah. Because <laughs> that's who I see do it. I, th- we, we do have a, a guy. He's uh, mentally challenged. He's like in grade 14. So he goes to all the, full f- he goes to all the sporting events and he'll dab everybody. That's cool, though. Yeah, then that's right. a good he one. He feels included. And, yeah. and they, what they should do now is put him on the payroll as an assistant coach because he's at every practice, right. all, all the football games. A Rudy in, a Rudy in waiting. Oh, no, he never never. I mean, radio. Him. Remember the movie Radio? No. You never saw that with Cuba Gooding Jr.? Cuba Gooding Jr.? Jr., yeah. I've heard of it. That was a great movie. I saw the one where he was a Navy diver. Yeah, this one he wasn't a Navy diver. Jeff, the muff diver? <laughs> one of the few movies he's been in where he wasn't a Navy diver. <laughs> I saw the one where he yelled, show me the money. Yeah. I saw the movie with him and was it Horatio Sands where they were on a cruise ship and they had to be on like a, I think they were on a gay cruise ship just to go through it. Were they somebody. cork soakers? I <laughs> know. That was, I, I wonder what that was, but I remember I laughed at that movie. It was a funny movie. I almost laughed as hard as that as I did at Dirt Ozark. <laughs> both <laughs> both full of comic relief for me. <laughs> Did you watch your head get blown off? <laughs> Boat Trip? Boat Trip. Is it Horatio Sands? Yeah. yeah. Such a good movie. 
They're on a gay cruise? I think it is, if I, re- if I recall. All right. Cuba Gooding Jr., Horatio Sands, Vivica A. Fox, mm. Rosalind Sanchez, and Roger Moore. 007? 007? Yeah, but it's oh. really old Roger Moore. You're he must have been 007 anymore. And a half back He's back. like 014 now. <laughs> <laughs> That's twice as much. Yep, they're on a gay cruise. Good for them. It's Will Farrell is the is the travel agency manager who books him on this cruise. I think that's what it was, and I think he got mad at them or something, Seems and then he put him on there. Dude. I don't know. It was a funny. It was a funny show. I got to actually watch that again. Or maybe I shouldn't, just so I can think it's still a good show. Because <laughs> then, when I, I did that with Cabin Boy, when I got after we talked about Cabin Boy many yes. many years ago, I ordered the DVD and got it again because I love that movie. And I watched it, and I was like, "This is so bad." Fucking hell! No, <laughs> no, it is the perfect Chris Elliott vehicle because it's only funny if you like Chris Elliott. Right. I don't think I've ever seen it. Cabin Boy? Correct. It was, I am not it was David Letterman's. Want to buy a CD? It was David Letterman's <laughs> only cinematic cameo. And he only did it because it was Chris Elliott. Okay. Chris Elliott used to go on David Letterman constantly. Yeah. And just come out and be like. I wasn't a big fan of his. I like it. I, I, I think he's hilarious. Place. I liked Dave when it was originally. Then after the 20 some years, I mean, I just. When I lived in New York, I watched it for a couple years after. But I, I enjoyed it for like five years or six years. He got really tame and professional there at the end. Yeah. Which he's sure. supposed to. Dave Letterman. Oh. What a pussy. Which you're supposed to. But the early years Nobody were just supposed wild. to ride that bolt of lightning all the way to the end. <laughs> well, if anybody he's could riding have, lightning now. He's, <laughs> he's riding lightning. <laughs> oh my god, that guy's crazy. And you don't like Chris Elliott? I just wasn't a fan. Big, a big fan. I liked him in Paperboy. Was yes. that the died? I used to love that show too. I like Chris Elliott when everybody loves Raymond. How about when he's rolling shit? What's that one? Shit's Creek. Shit's Creek. Yeah. He was the mayor. Oh, yeah. Shit. yeah. You're right. I, did, I paid it. I didn't really watch it. I tried to get into it. The joke hits home better because of our accent here in Western New York. It does. It's not Roland shit. It's Roland shit. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So I hate it when I brush my teeth, go downstairs, and get a glass of orange juice. Toothpaste and orange juice do not like each other. Correct. Correct. And yeah. I grew up lactose intolerant before it was cool. So I didn't get to put milk on my cereal. We had uh, non-dairy creamer in the refrigerator for my cereal. Ew. Tropicana. Why did your mother hate you so much? (laughs) (laughs) I didn't know better. I was just, oh, no, that's that's just for cereal. Then, you know, milk, you don't drink milk, but you can put that on your cereal. I never drank it straight. That would have been beyond the pale. Huh? You drank it gay? Only at your house. <laughs> that wasn't on dairy. <laughs> uh, we don't have a cow. We have a bull. <laughs> I knew it was my non-dairy creamer because it had my name on it. Rich is non-dairy creamer. <laughs> but although we didn't call you that. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. <laughs> oh. <laughs> There's no oh. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> so Tropicana, Whatever how much is it worth to you? <laughs> How much My is it life? worth to you? <laughs> Your life? Is that what you said? <laughs> He'll kill you? He will murder me. With ass pennies? <laughs> Probably. <laughs> ass pennies would be the best thing ever happened to him. <laughs> anyway, Tropicana will release a cereal specifically intended to mix with orange juice instead of milk in honor of National Orange Juice Day on May 4th. 
dubbed the Tropicana Crunch. It's touted as the first ever breakfast cereal you're supposed to put orange juice on. TropicanaCrunch.com, not the website of the week, will be the only place to get the odd cereal. Starting May 4th, the juice company will give away boxes for free because nobody would ever pay for this shit. <laughs> I would try that. Well, you can you can. I think Budweiser should come out with a cereal, too, since we've all had that. Okay, now you're talking. I would can I, Guinness can cereal. I guess at his yeah. name? Who says you can't put beer on cereal? I have. You've it's completely taste changed it. your subject at this point, Craig. I know. Craig, seriously, let it go. <laughs> Craig, Craig let it go. Let it go. Before you fucking get me killed. <laughs> let it go. Let it go. It's like Walt's in the room I with us. I think it would be entertaining to watch you pummel <laughs> your brother. Well, you know what he's talking about, too, and you should I fuck do, up as I'm, well. I'm, I'm staying silent and out of it. <laughs> Knock you both together and make <laughs> coconut noises. All I know is that joke would be utterly delightful. <laughs> <laughs> After experimenting with various flavors and textures, Tropicana decided on a granola-based cereal because it can resist the acidity in orange juice better than flakes, which would become soggy more rapidly. The almond honey flavor was chosen to counteract the tartness of the orange juice. This is getting worse. I was expecting it to be like creamsicle-flavored cereal to go with orange juice. That would actually make some sense. Tropicana is taking a bold attempt to address some of orange juice's perceived faults for the second time in the last year with the orange juice matching cereal. Tropicana toothpaste was produced last year as a limited edition giveaway of a toothpaste that was specifically designed to keep your orange juice tasting good after brushing your teeth. That's a great idea. Yeah. It's a, the concept is commendable. It's a marketing ploy. So there should be like buffalo flavored toothpaste. Hot sauce. Mm. Blue cheese. Pizza. Dude, the flavors have got a new marketing niche for blue cheese. I like that. Mm. I don't know. Come up with toothpaste. dried blue cheese flakes. Bruschetta's whitening toothpaste. Blue cheese cereal. What if I just put blue cheese in toothpaste containers? What? So you can actually brush your teeth with them or put them on chicken wings. There you go. You just made me throw up a little in my mouth. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Is that all I'm it takes anymore? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> that was plenty. <laughs> God, Lord. I like the Tropicana Crunch Things idea. I would totally try that. That's got to be like a high, high sugary breakfast, though, just from the orange juice alone. Well, yeah. Wednesday morning, midnight, you get on that website and you be the first one to place an order. I'm gonna. We'll, we'll, How we'll, much is it? They're free. giving it away for free. You you get a box of this and we'll make Vinny eat it on the air. <laughs> I was going to say, we can all sit down and have a bowl of Tropicana Crunch. I think it would be uh, ideal. Is Vinny going to come back? <laughs> With our new time, I don't think he can. Oh, how convenient. <laughs> he can come in midway through and relieve him. Maybe. We can go for three hours. Do you? Did you hear Reggie said we can go for three hours? There's nothing I do for three hours. Allegedly. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure no one wants us here that long. He needs his privacy. Speaking of disgusting things to eat. I told you not to talk about that. <sighs> On April 5th, not April 1st, Jake Elberts drank a shot glass worth of cloudy, salty liquid that he knew was infused with diarrhea-producing Shigella bacteria. He also knew that bacteria would, in all likelihood, give him an excruciating case of dysentery. And it did. Well, he looks like a brilliant individual. (laughs) 
Eberts was recently part of an 11-day inpatient vaccine trial at the University of Maryland, where he was one of 16 young, healthy adult participants given a drinkable Shigella shot, which I guess is the medical term for shit water, which they all swallowed. Which we knew that last week. (laughs) Shigella. Shigella, if you just say so. (laughs) (laughs) Which they all swallowed knowing it would likely make them violently ill. It was all part of a tightly controlled process to test the vaccine candidate by challenging volunteers with a pathogen, some vaccinated and some not, to see how they fared. Even though Ebert said what followed were the worst eight hours of my life, he said he'd do it all again, provided he was paid. He earned more than $7,000. If I just gave you a cup of uh, funny-looking liquid and said, I'll give you $7,000 if you drink this. And that's the only explanation I get? That's it. Seven grand cash. Cash. And I'd probably fucking do it. I would I think I would probably do that as well. But then I would probably just hurry up and drink some apple cider vinegar with it right after. <laughs> well, there you go. Oh, there you go. <laughs> Boom. Done. That's your cure all, huh? Done it does everything. And garlic. Ask him about his new wound. Alan, you have a new wound? It's a little spot that's been on my arm for a while, so kinda like my leg too, but this time I did the apple cider vinegar, but I just decided to top it off with a little piece of fresh garlic now today to keep make- vampires away. <laughs> Yeah. It's an Italian skin graft. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you guys keep going. That's so on- jealous you thought of that first. <laughs> you guys keep going spending money at oncologists when I can fix you up for a few bulbs of garlic and some apple cider vinegar. We're going to miss you, Alan. You guys are suckers. <laughs> I'm going to be like the old man in the Green Mile going to all your funerals saying, oh, man, he was a good guy. <laughs> he was a good guy. Look at these guys. Oh, yeah. You got to have Ving Rhames kiss you. Look at They got all the right Radiation, yeah. Hey. Was it Ving Rames? <laughs> Chemotherapy over there. Is that the right guy? No. Michael Duncan Clark. Yes. Michael Clark Duncan. Michael Clark Duncan. Duncan, <laughs> Duncan Michael Clark. <laughs> it's worth the trip. He's, he's Clark a- Duncan Michael! <laughs> Tom Hanks said in an interview about him that when fans would see him, he would act like when fans would see Tom Hanks, they would run up to him and ask for an autograph. But when they would see him, they wouldn't run up to him and ask for a hug. Because he was such a giant. It was never like really asked for an autograph. Just like, oh my God, can I hug you? He was such a such a loved man, they say. <laughs> Will you helicopter me? <laughs> I was tired of hugs. <laughs> and it's a prison movie, so God only knows what he was going to do to wow. Sam Rockwell. <laughs> I was going to say, Sam Rockwell wasn't that, wasn't he? Weren't you the one yelling, ride the lightning earlier? No. Who yelled that? No, it was Alan. Oh my God. Alan. That's what he was referencing. That is correct. Anyway, enough about dysentery. Please. What is this, the Oregon Trail? <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of dysentery, a northern Illinois family who were renovating their home this month unearthed a bag of French fries that had apparently been sitting inside a wall for more than 60 years. Rob and Grace Jones were fixing up their kitchen and bathroom on April 16th in Crystal Lake. Don't go swimming naked because you're going to die, which is about 50 miles northwest of downtown Chicago. We made the fast food discovery. They were replacing a built-in toilet paper holder, requiring them to open a 4 by 6 section of the wall. That's when they spotted a towel inside the wall wrapped up something, wrapping up something that the young parents found initially fearful. We were expecting the worst. We were both like, oh, my God, there's going to be, we're going to be unveiling a cold case here. I was shielding my kids in case there, were any, there was any dried blood. I don't believe it. <laughs> Great year old dried blood. Afraid. Yeah. Instead, what they found was a bag with two hamburger wrappers and a remarkably well-preserved order of fries. Not just a cold case. Not a cold case, just some old fries, said Jones. They were very well-preserved. 
The ranch-style house was built in 1959, and the Crystal Lake Historical Society has records of an early McDonald's having opened half a mile from the home the same year. The wrappers found by the Joneses family had the 1950s McDonald's mascot, Speedy, which predated Ronald McDonald and emphasized the chains at the time, Revolutionary Fast Service. That was Craig's nickname in high school. Uh, <laughs> it was not. <laughs> it was, go away, why are you in here? <laughs> that sounds more like it. <laughs> and no, the Jones family didn't eat the French fries. The papers are now tucked away in a folder, and the fries are in Tupperware. That seems kind of stupid. They made it 60 years in yeah, now the you're wall. Gonna, you're going to ruin them. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> now they're going to shrivel up. They've got to breathe. <laughs> Freaking, what's her name? Grace Jones? Call her. Was she married to David Bowie? Yes. <laughs> what? I don't think she, Grace Jones ate a lot of French fries. Probably she not. ate a lot of anything. Maybe some so, human flesh or right, something. She was a scary lady. Dead scary babies. lady. <laughs> what was she in? Was it? She was in one of the James Bonds. No, I'm thinking of uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger movie. What was he in? Wasn't she in that? She w- I think she was one of the savage women yeah. in one of his Conan movies. True Lies. Conan. Conan movie. That's what it was. Conan the Barbarian. True Lies. <laughs> <laughs> the only savage woman in that was Jamie Lee Curtis. In a great way. Yes. Yeah. Holy shit. Grace Jones is 73 years old. I know. Wow. Isn't that crazy? What'd she look like? Same. All the dead babies she ate. Oh, my oh God. <laughs> There was Christopher Reeves cracking open spinal cords and sucking. <laughs> the South Park thing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this I like Grace cells. Jones. I found her to be very sexy when she was in her movies and stuff. Scary sexy though. Like yeah. you'd be afraid to not do exactly as you're told. Are you sure that's not a man? He's a man, baby. Grace no. Jones. She's yeah. definitely very effeminate. Yeah, I thought I liked her. Tetas. Rich found titties. Yeah, I just Googled Grace Jones, and there's a nipple there. <laughs> Sing really? Bole Cups. <laughs> <laughs> I'm okay with you, too. They don't have to be big to be lovely. <laughs> That's right. Is that a bumper sticker on your truck? <laughs> no, it's what I used to tell a friend. And she would say the same thing to me, and I'd go, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> It's it's nice. <laughs> it's nice. <laughs> My. And then she'd say it's cute. <laughs> Fucking bitch. <laughs> Fun size. Fun size. <laughs> it it got like the job a, done. I've got a kid. Yeah. It looks like a penis, only smaller. Yeah. <laughs> it's a trial size. You use that one yeah, first, right. see if you like it. I don't have to aim my pieces <laughs> go straight. It's the salesman sample. You have to hold it down when you piss. It's, it's 164th. Yeah. <laughs> like your Hot Wheels. Yeah, exactly. Right. Who wants to rock around with all the giant fucking eight-pound cocks? I know I don't. Right. Jesus. Who needs that kind of attention in sweatpants season, you know? I can tell you what, if I had an eight-pound cock, I wouldn't even have pants on. <laughs> <laughs> if you had an eight-pound cock, we wouldn't have invited you here. Well, I wouldn't be. For I the just, same I reason. Plenty to do. <laughs> How about Matt for the pockets? No, the no, cock thing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> His legs are always on the table. <laughs> Rich pounds on the table too much now. <laughs> <laughs> I'd only flop it down once. <laughs> No, it depends on the articles. <laughs> <laughs> a table lift. Jesus. Speaking of articles, 
Uh oh. Were we? What? You you cut off the riff, man. No, I didn't. It's all dick jokes. <laughs> the articles? <laughs> Speaking of dick jokes, an engineer in France, I think, uh, has never forgotten his grandmother's con- unconventional approach to gardening. In fact, it's inspired his career. Engineer Fabian Esculier says human urine may seem like a crude way of fertilizing plants in the era of industrial agriculture, but as researchers look for ways to reduce resilience or reliance on chemicals and cut environmental pollution, some are growing increasingly interested in the potential of pee. Plants need nutrients, including nitrogen, phosphorus, and potassium, and we ingest these through food before excreting them, mostly through urine. I'm not hungry. Shut up and eat your salad. <laughs> Said Escalier, who runs the Okapi <laughs> Research Programme in France, looking at food systems human and human waste management. So this is in France, thank God, because I'm pretty sure Dirty you're French not supposed pigs. to do this in the United States. No. It's sterile, and I like the taste. <laughs> of vegetables? Please say of vegetables. Finish this up. Nope, I won't. <laughs> nope, and you can't make me. That was a line in a movie from Dodgeball. I don't remember that. Patches of Wounan said it before he got killed by a ton, eight tons of irony. He, he said he likes the taste of urine? Yeah. I don't remember that at all. He was talking with, uh, what's his name? He's, Vince Vaughn. Yeah, something about drinking my own urine. No, I don't have to, but. I do, because it's <laughs> sterile, and I like the taste. I do remember that now. <laughs> so nitrogen, phosphorus, and potassium. Isn't that the basic makeup of Gatorade as well? It is. And Without, isn't that the same color as piss? It is. The original also. color, yes. <laughs> They've colored it lots of different colors. That's uh, all I have to say about that. Well, a lot of people don't know this, but yellow squash is actually just white. But now. <laughs> <laughs> but from Alan's garden. Yeah. <laughs> It's white with brown streaks. <laughs> oh. You're not supposed to wipe your ass with the squash. It's not the same effect. I wasn't Ew. wiping with it. <laughs> Ed, it was my size tester. See if they're adult yet. It was backed up. Right. They have to be a certain size to go to market. Yeah. <laughs> so, were pardon you, me for caring too much. Right. <laughs> were, were you out of un, a disarmed German munitions or something? <laughs> So funny. Apparently, it wasn't aubergine season. <laughs> uh, somebody's treading awful close to the nickname. What? That's edge. the European word for eggplant. I didn't name yes, it. Yes, I understand, but he said squash. Okie dokie. The natural natural correlation. <laughs> I just I just want to see you two fight. <laughs> A big challenge is overcoming public squeamishness, which apparently we just did. Just don't tell them. <laughs> the subject touches on the intimate, said Gisane Mercier. It touches on the intimate. <laughs> of the publicly owned... They wash it afterwards. Tanning. <laughs> as far as you know. Right. Uh, when you buy the vegetables and, and the bag says pre-washed, that's what you're getting. There yeah. you go. It's, it's not a typo. Pea-washed vegetables. <laughs> <laughs> They're organic. <laughs> oh, that's supposed to be two weeks. Sorry. <laughs> All right, enough of this article. Oh, for fuck's sake. Somebody asked me what's happening in Canada already. 
Hey, Rich, what's happening in Canada? Cue the music. It's not music. There's there's words. <laughs> Cue the riff. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but it, it starts with the Canadian national anthem. So yeah, but we're not in the elevator. music, uh, right? You said music. Well, I mean, it's a pronunciation thing. Oh. I was adding a little stank. I put a little stank put on stank it. On he's, on the, he's on the south side of the table, so <laughs> added a little. <laughs> we were reading about the the French drinking their own piece, so he's putting a little English on it to kind of offset, you know. Yeah. Oh, oh. <laughs> those dirty French pigs. <laughs> Your listening pleasure is Canada Watch. Smell like pine trees in moose piss. <laughs> Canada Watch. Your furry hat matches your furry underpants. <laughs> <laughs> it's a design flaw or you need a trim? Canada Watch. <laughs> <laughs> Do you smell like beaver dams and old toes? Canada Watch. <laughs> your uncle looks suspiciously like an elk. Canada Watch. <laughs> sure does get lonely up there in the Yukon. Canada Watch. <laughs> we have the polar bears and the milk in the bag, y'all. Canada Watch. Hey, Gord. <laughs> <laughs> we still like you, though. Canada Watch. All right. So as thousands so what's going of on Canada? workers organized at some of America's most powerful companies, such as Starbucks and Amazon, Freshy, a Canadian company with over 350 locations on the continent, found a novel way to circumvent giving fair labor a fair wage. Meet Percy, supplying companies with workers from Nicaragua being paid $3.75 an hour. Unlike a kiosk or pre-ordering app, which removes human jobs entirely, Perry allows for the face-to-face customer experience that restaurant owners and operators want to provide their guests by mobilizing a global and e- eager workforce. Percy or Perry? Percy. What did I say? Wait, if they're if Perry, like in the platypus, it works either way. If they're going over to this company for three seventy-five an hour, who's making all my Nike sneakers? There, there's many- more than one job opening <laughs> in Nicaragua. Apparently. Okay. Uh, the if, restaurant if chain there's a sneaker shortage. We're blaming this fucker. Okay. The restaurant chain has started to replace some of its in-store cashiers in Ontario with workers in Central America who run the cash register through a video camera. Some will some of these workers are reportedly being paid less than the price of the food chain's dishes. The virtual cashiers have started working there in three Canadian freshies. The minimum wage in Ontario, Canada, is fifteen dollars and fifty cents per hour in Canadian. Dollars. It's in the article in Canadian dollars. So three seventy five an hour. <laughs> in Nicaragua, after the conversion rate to then to the conversion rate. Politicians and labor leaders alike were critical of the development. While a clear attempt to dodge paying Ontario's minimum wage, the move appears to be completely legal under Canadian law. It's just like any other kind of outsourcing. If you're sending jobs to people in a different country, you're only obligated to comply with the labor standards of that country. Mm. Being virtually present in Ontario doesn't change that. Ontario's Employment Standards Act is applied to workers who are either working in Ontario or performing work outside Ontario that is deemed a continuation of work performed in Ontario. 
Freshie is likely relying on the argument that their cashier's work is not a continuation of work performed in Ontario, or rather another task that call center workers can compete complete in another jurisdiction. They're cashiers? Yes. On a Zoom call. How? Uh, I don't get how that works. There's You walk up to the cash register. Self-checkout with a picture of somebody watching you on right. an iPad. Yeah, exactly. You got it. Where, where's your consumer? Save themselves four bucks and just do self-checkout. But then you don't have someone to yell at when your fries are cold or have been sitting in your wall for 60 years. <laughs> 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 Fucking Canada. Oh. I mean, on the surface, it sounds like a bad idea, but I think uh, just kind of going through ahead, it looks like the guy does make some sense when he's trying to justify it. Are you like me, Matt, where you won't do the self-checkout, or do you do the self-checkout? If I wanted to cash out fucking groceries, I'd have a job cashing out fucking yeah. groceries. I don't do any of the self-checkouts anywhere. I won't Same wait. It's, I especially won't wait in line to do it myself. There's yeah, a, that part's funny. There's a certain place. I won't name Bad Tops, but Bad Tops after a certain time. Stop calling evening, it that. I have people who work there who call it that now, so <laughs> I'm calling it that. That's different. They work there. And... It's only self-checkout after right. a certain hour. I didn't realize that. I got a cart full of stuff. I said, fuck this, and left it there and walked out. I was at a big box store and had to do self-checkout because it's all that was open. And then they had the little, you know, 15-year-old kid checking receipts. Mm. Can I see your receipt, sir? First, don't call me, sir. Second, no. Open a fucking register and cash me out. Then you wouldn't have to check my shit. Call a manager. Orange, you glad you go there? Did he call a manager or did they just say, have a good day? Low, I am not. For, for his eight bucks an hour, he doesn't give a fuck. Yeah, because that's how I'd be like. I am the manager, sir. Right. <laughs> fuck you, too. Vanilla, chocolate, and strawberry. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't the orange store, by the way. Anywho, in other news, Canadian lawmakers. Canadian news? <laughs> other Canadian news. Okay, yeah. just come on. Canadian lawmakers were set to vote Thursday on amending the nation's criminal code to allow for prosecution of crimes committed on the moon. The proposed change to you the You don't law- have jurisdiction there. <laughs> have there been any Canucks on the moon? No. I don't know. They, no. There might have been. No. How do you explain the two getting up there? What about Gord Armstrong? <laughs> Gord Armstrong was on the moon, eh? <laughs> <laughs> don't I worry about it. Don't they have other pre- more pressing matters? What about Jim Carrey? He played the man on the moon. Yeah, he's Canadian. Yeah. He's Canadian. So, also weird as fuck. Yeah, yeah. Especially the old He's older crazy. Days. He's fucking crazy. The proposed change of the law, which is expected to be passed, was described in a 443-page budget implementation bill presented to Parliament this week. Ottawa has already extended its jurisdiction over criminal acts committed by Canadian astronauts during space travel to the International Space Station. <laughs> they are treated with the same as they are treated the same as crimes committed in Canada. The update comes as the number of space flights are increasing and ahead of the first crewed mission to the moon in more than 50 years set to launch in May 2024. So as long as you say I'm sorry, you can do whatever you want. Sorry. I'm sorry. I'm you have to say I'm sorry. In space. <laughs> <laughs> A. <laughs> Laugh into the microphone so people can hear how funny I am. <laughs> I was coughing. Yeah, yeah. 
Uh, launch in May 2024 with a Canadian astronaut expected to be on board the Artemis II lunar flyby. So they're going to let the Canadian fly over the moon, but they won't let him touch it. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Under the subheading Lunar Gateway, the Criminal Code Amendment reads, a Canadian crew member who, during a spaceflight, commits an act or omission outside Canada that, if committed in Canada, would constitute an indictable offense, is deemed to have committed that act or omission in Canada. Yeah, but the extradition's a bitch. (laughs) (laughs) This would include crimes en route to or on the Lunar Gateway Station currently in the works to orbit the moon, and also on the surface of the moon, the document states. Foreign astronauts who threaten the life or security of a Canadian crew member on a Canadian-supported space mission could also be prosecuted according to the draft bill. The Canadian Space Agency is participating in the NASA-led Lunar Gateway Project, along with the European Space Agency and the Japan Aerospace Exploration Agency. Starting as early as 2026, the outpost will act as a staging point for robotic and crewed exploration of the lunar surface that's crewed as in with a crew, not crewed as in, we're not wearing pants. <laughs> Aww. Well, I Take think my name off the list. Fuck <laughs> They're ahead of the curve on this one. I say good for them, Canada. So innovative. So innovative. In other news. Hold on. We can't read this. Vinny's not here. (laughs) This is right up Vinny's alley. (laughs) We're not going to talk about Vinny's alley. In other news, Ontario Provincial Police are trying to figure out who sent a shopping bag full of handguns across the U.S.-Canada border via drone. (laughs) And who was supposed to receive the illegal package? Well, first of all, who hasn't? Yeah. (laughs) I think... The, the guns were a distraction to try and save some of our plastic bags before they all disappeared. <laughs> <laughs> Police officers were contacted on Friday about a large drone stuck in a tree along the St. Clair River near Port Lambton, a small village on the Canadian side of the river about 40 kilometers, whatever those are, south of sarnia Unt. When Lambton OPP arrived to investigate... Yeah, you know me. They found more than just a drone. Attached to it was a plastic shopping bag, and inside were 11 handguns. Probably American. And a 14-inch double-headed dong. Canada that already has the Amazon order. Plenty of those. <laughs> right. Amazon was doing the drone delivery thing. There you go. Maybe it just got waylaid. <laughs> Investigators believe the drone was coming from the United States. The St. Clair Township Fire Department had to be called in to help officers remove the drone from the large tree. Anyone with information about the drone or the handguns or any other crime in the area can contact the OPP. People can also report crimes anonymously by calling Crime Stoppers. I'm not. Don't you think that's numbers. a little liabus to say it's the United States sending those over? I was over? thinking that myself. Why, why blame us, fuckers? What did you say? Uh, oh, what was that look, word you just look used? that word up. I don't know. He said libelous. Levidius? You said it correctly. That's what's confusing <laughs> Walden. Yeah. Learned that also. He's, in, he's sitting a, on that for a week. Sitcom. <laughs> anyway, but that's what's happening in Canada. No, I don't week. think they should be blaming the U.S. on that. How do we know it wasn't a Canadian drone that was flying over and then the wind just brought it back and now they're blaming it on the U.S. because they know it will just get brushed away? When they should be investigating their own people. There's guns, so it's got to be American. That's what I'm saying. They're going that oh, way. Because Canadians it. don't have guns? Yeah. They're all peace-loving and bullshit like that? <laughs> yeah. That's how Fuck they get you. Canada. 
All I know is Canada now has 11 more handguns. So they're up to 12. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> and a big double-headed dong. <laughs> they already have plenty of those. Yeah, but the prime minister keeps taking them up. <laughs> Both heads. Oh same God. time. Do you have a website for us? <laughs> <laughs> yes, I do. This week's website is officegamespot.com. You're fucking kidding me. Does it have kitten cannon? I don't know. Does it have midget poor Bob <laughs> tossing? Big time fishing. Oh, it's got all sorts of stuff. It's got Minecraft. Quarterback 2. Does your emulator have kitten cannon? Kitten uh, cannon? It shoots kittens? Yeah. I don't know. How Out of the cannon? Thing. It launches, launches kittens. kittens. That would be fucking then awesome it, to play. It is it fucking awesome. Bounces and then it's, it hits like dynamite and it launches it further. So that was like Monkey Bash. It, go, it, it bounces and splatters. Monkey Bash was bounce. the same thing, but that was one of the bar games. And then there's these random gotcha. spikes and it'll land on its same thing. It would hit the trampoline and dynamite and stuff. There you go. Same exact thing. But who made kitten cannon? Was that like one of the... I don't know. It was like from the 90s. So... I was drunk throughout most of the 90s. Yeah, it's still online. Different websites have it. I don't know if... Kitten Cannon. Or is it Kitty Cannon? Because that's a completely different fucking game. OfficeGameSpot.com is the website of the week. Kitten Cannon is a different thing. Kitty Cannon. <laughs> Bonus. Bonus game. I won't look that up on here. they have paperclips on here? No. <laughs> paperclips. Ultimately the best game ever. It might be. Are you done with the Universal Paperclips? You can't be done with Universal Paperclips. You're still going. No, as soon as you, as soon as you beat it, it starts over again. Beat it, beat it. There is no done. Matt, you took that to heart through all your teenage years, didn't you? <laughs> really did. I beat it like I owned it. <laughs> like it owed me money. <laughs> That's why you only wore the one glove. Right. That's probably why I have the problems I do now. Carpal tunnel? No, I got issue with my bladder. You whittled it down to nothing. Well, I when I urinate. It, it seems to take forever to stop. Uh, well, you should actually go into gardening. <laughs> <laughs> in France. I should. <laughs> and the, do the, the doctor, my doctor and the urologist said I'm a little, even with my diabetes, I'm a little young to have that problem. So I got to go have a dick scoping the other day. Okay. It takes a while to stop. Like, if I, like, like when you piss, you have a good healthy stream. Yep. And then the stream kind of slows down. Right. And then just doesn't stop. So your the muscle that squeezes off the the base of your urethra is kind of floppy. No, the only thing abnormally found was that my prostate is slightly enlarged and obstructing the dick tube. That should give you less capacity and therefore make it come out and faster. I, because because of that, I retain fluid. I don't empty completely. And that's bad. I won't tell you who. So you get UTIs. I, I don't. I won't tell you who, but I do know someone who had to have their urethra enlarged, which yeah, basically that, involves sticking a re ring resizer up your... Ah! Right. Metis. <laughs> you said Metis. <laughs> I prefer dick hole. <laughs> <laughs> we know you. Metis at the mall. <laughs> that's, a, that's a loop right there. <laughs> you should have one from years ago when we talked about that. No, the doctor said that this is the gentlest cystoscope that he has. I said, why, thank you. <laughs> you spit on it. And then I said, are you looking at the inside of my asshole? <laughs> I don't know how fucking far deep my bladder is, but he was poking at my bunghole <laughs> from the inside. <laughs> like, oh, I didn't, I didn't pay extra for this. He hit the yeah. prostate. The <laughs> <Your laughs> house is so small. <laughs> <laughs> and then you wonder why I got a piece of garlic on my arm. <laughs> You're yeah. not going to show it up I'm your dick, though, right? That. No, of course not. <laughs> 
Give me home remedies, baby. <laughs> so while he was doing that, did you run your fingers through his hair? <laughs> no, but, you know, there's two nurses setting guys up, and they run you through like fucking cattle. You do, I, do I get the that. old, not-so-good-looking nurse? No, I get the cute redhead. <laughs> well, there you go. So they had to scope you further. <laughs> yeah. They had to find it. Not a lot further. Well, my, my son being the smart ass, he is, says, are you going to chub up first? I'm like, no, dude, I'm 50. It is what it is. They see him all day long. Nothing is going to impress him. <laughs> You're 50. It doesn't work on command anymore. <laughs> Fuck no. I can tie a string to it. It doesn't work on command. <laughs> like a puppet master. <laughs> One on each nut. And then the... Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. So no the Cyclops goes bowling. <laughs> <laughs> There's our title. The Cyclops goes bowling. There you go. Be a good one. Um, so yeah, other than that, that prostate thing, all all's good. No cancer. No strictures. No stones. Good job, buddy. I said, "What about Mick Jagger?" He laughed. So I made him giggle a little bit. That's cool. What does so Mick Jagger would, mean? Why That's would, the second the time stones. he laughs. Why would Mick Jagger? Uh-huh. <laughs> well, I'm sure they giggled to one another after I left. <laughs> they were professional. I would recommend Suburban anytime for any of that. It's swollen. <laughs> what do you mean? I've been doing exercises all night. Line. I was in the pool. <laughs> so after I did your bidding and named last week's episode what I did. Did we get any feedback? She didn't even pay attention. I literally Aww. asked her what she thought of the title. She's like, you know what? I didn't even look. What the fuck? She listened to it and, and did she set up her app? I don't think that was the best title you listed. It wasn't, but I did it for him. It was right. the most and poignant I, one. And I appreciate that, but <laughs> I would have thought she did probably paid attention. No. Tell she her shame completely on her. missed it. Well, now she's going to have to go back and look after she hears this week's episode. Yes. Which is even better. She still hasn't, she hasn't even looked at the title line. She listened to the show. Right. I set up her app so that after she listens to a podcast, because she does listen to some other podcasts than ours, better ones. And They're not very many. They can't be very many. Yeah. But I set it up so when the episode is over, it's deleted. So you, it just goes on to the next one in the playlist, and it takes up less space in your phone that way. So the episode is gone, and she never paid attention what the title was. Damn it. I tried to figure that out on my phone because it, I looked at, what's our app? Podbean. Podbean. So I'm in there, and it, it's taking up all this room on my phone, and I didn't know what to do, so I just deleted it, and I figured I would reinstall it because I want to listen and then go, but it just keeps saving them all, saving them all. I don't use Podbean myself. Uh, I know that's the platform we're on, but I have a, a different app that I can show you that I actually prefer. I'll do that, or I might just click on Craig's now Facebook thing and just do it that way as well. That's how, that's how I listen. Yes, that's it. You guys go. do stuff the hard way. It's really not. He, he yeah. shares it, and then I click on it. And then I hit play. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, get that doesn't get actually any easier than that. <laughs> right. Right. That's right. true. Right. You're right. It's not easier. So, other than being mediocre, I have a healthy cock. There you go. Do you put that on your dating app? I'm gonna. <laughs> as soon as they let me back on Christian Mingo. <laughs> <laughs> What got, and what got me kicked off is the, the meme of this big, fat, ugly guy with a shirt that says, I fuck on first dates. You get kicked off. Yeah. I don't know why that would get you kicked I, off. Well, me either. Mingle. Why would it? It shouldn't. Hypocrites. Right. I, I'm at the bowling banquet this past Wednesday, <laughs> and we're not in last place, but we're next to last place. The last place team only has two people on it. So they're looking to make their team a four-person team, and the one woman goes, the woman on the team goes, we just need to find another couple so we can get this thing working and have fun. 
I said, well, you should try Adult Friend Finder. <laughs> <laughs> Looking for bowling teammate. <laughs> is that a awesome. euphemism? She goes, is that a real site? And her husband's like, oh, God. Uh, yes, it is. It Looking is. for friends with benefits <laughs> to raise our score in bowling. It would be beneficial, both of us. <laughs> but, honey, we already have health insurance. <laughs> it's a joke on the benefit part. I got it. Okay. You just didn't find it funny? I, I thought it was a little funny. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't meant to be huge. It wasn't LOL funny. It wasn't hysterical. It was, oh, yeah. I've had better material. I do have to say, I just I pissed my pants laughing at all the old jokes from last week. Oh, yeah, at the beginning? The Yo Mama jokes? From, yeah. from Alan the Joke Meister. That was hilarious. <laughs> I still and, didn't even... I got and what was joke. hilarious is the enjoyment you got, Tom. <laughs> I didn't even hear this. I was just so busy. It just seems like you're getting later and later dropping those episodes. It was early. Are you sure? Yeah. I didn't For look being late, it was... Yeah. It was pretty early. One of the early late ones. I usually don't look till Saturday afternoon unless I'm driving. Like this this next weekend, I'm driving to Pennsylvania. I had to be someplace at noon, so it was up at like 1030. Oh. Right, but the, it's supposed to be dropped on Friday. Well, it's been Saturday for two years. So. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, we, we, we're starting earlier recording. We can. That's going to make it a drop a day earlier? Yeah, sure. Make no, it drop it, Sunday. it'll just be, we can, we can drop it when we drop it. It should be easier now that I'm not doing anything Wednesday nights for the summer, but then once September hits, we're Speak, back to Speaking September of dropping, did your morning. urologist give you any kind of indication of when everything's going to drop for you? No. <laughs> well, both all three nuts are there. This is... <laughs> <laughs> is that an acorn in your pocket, or are you just happy to see me? <laughs> <laughs> Neither. I'm tri-testicled. <laughs> all right. So this week for shenanigans, it's been Ellen with a Y. Good night, everybody. Matt. Bye-bye. Rich. See ya. Walden. Sorry I farted. (laughs) (laughs) I'm Craig. Thanks for listening. A lot. Join us again next week.